and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner, in this festive season. And I'm going to play a Christmas track accordingly, uh, Santa Baby by Eartha Kitt, which is one of my top three ever favourite Christmas songs. Uh, a ludicrous song to attempt covering, I think. Michael Bublé had a go with Santa Buddy. Michael. Um, Kylie did it, but it was too close to the original. This is just perfect. There's no need to tamper with it. By all means, sing it. By all means, perform it, but don't release it. Eartha Kit and Santa Baby. Santa Baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, an outer space convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. fun I've missed Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed Next year I could be oh so good If you'll check off my Christmas list Santa honey I want a yacht and really that's not a lot Been an angel all year Santa baby and hurry down the chimney tonight Santa cutie, there's one thing I really do need, the deed To a plot and a mine, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight Santa baby, and fill my stocking with a duplex and checks on the line, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations bought at Tiffany. I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Santa baby, forgot to mention one little thing, a ring. I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry You don't get many things that are close to perfection, but that's certainly one of them. Eartha Kit and the wonderful Santa Baby. So let's get back to something a little more electronic-y, a little, perhaps a little more edgy as well, and a track by Georgia. Georgia being Georgia Barnes, daughter of Neil Barnes from Leftfield, although that's not the most amazing thing about her. She's uh, drummed for Kate Tempest for a while. She's played football for QPR and Arsenal Ladies, and she released an album four years ago now, which uh, The Guardian lauded uh, heavily. Uh, it was called Georgia, and the track I'm about to play is taken from that. In fact, I've enjoyed this so much. I've bought tickets for the Minx and I to go and see Georgia 
playing in February, I think, in Manchester. I can't remember the venue now, but um, see what you think. Perhaps you could join us there. This is Georgia, and this track is called Move Systems. Georgia and Move Systems, very much looking forward to seeing her playing live. Now, one of my discoveries over the last year has been Kayla Painter, who I get all her stuff down off Bandcamp, and I really like her body of work. It's quite abstract in a way. 
it's not kind of something I'd go to for melody and kind of song. Uh, she released a new single a couple of weeks ago. I played the track Sleep in the Understory on the show last week, I think it was. This week I'm going to play the title track Fortitude Valley, which actually is a bit more melodic and a bit more kind of song-like. And I'm not saying it's better for that, but I've really enjoyed it this week. This is Kayla Painter. <laughs> Thank you. 
actually maybe melody wasn't quite quite the right word to use but certainly more musical than other stuff she's done Kayla Painter and the track Fortitude Valley from her recent single which you can download from Bandcamp if you want to now one of the things I've struggled with over the years since Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds became really kind of cool to like and the critics choice is that particularly the critics I'm having a go out here is that whenever he releases a new album everyone's like oh this is so amazing and there's so much noise around it, you have to wait for it to cool down and that's happened with the album that came out this year called Ghostine Speaks um, sorry Ghostine is the name of the album Ghostine Speaks is the track I'm about to play here so I've kind of had to wait for all that to die away um, I mean I just can't stand it when on the week something comes out someone says it's a classic how on earth can you tell? I remember when uh, Radiohead released OK Computer and it was going to be like the album of the century. It was the, certainly the album of the decade. It was in everyone's top 50 or whatever. And you barely hear it referenced ever these days as a kind of seminal piece of work. Um, all that said, I do think that Ghostine is a great album. Uh, far more up my street, uh, latterly, than other things that he's done in the last few years. Although, I have to say, the last... Three, including this one, Push the Sky Away. Um, <coughs> what was the last one called? Skeleton Tree. Uh, they've been good electronic albums. I've liked them. So uh, as I let slip just now, the track I'm going to play for you from Ghostine by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. This is called Ghostine Speaks. I am within you 
friends have gathered here for me I think they've gathered here for me To be beside me Look for me Look for me Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and Ghostine Speaks. In fact, the other evening I was watching a few clips of him playing live on YouTube from the kind of mid to late 90s and those gigs were absolutely stunning. He used to be an absolutely extraordinary uh, performer. But let's move on to Underworld, whose drift box set I'm steadily working my way through. Uh, this week I've been listening mostly to episode two, which is entitled Atom, which has got six or seven tracks on it. Uh, I have to say, as a piece of work, I'm still bowled over by the whole drift thing. They played live this week in Manchester, I think, actually. I haven't really fancied seeing them live. I saw them at Blue Dot a couple of years ago, and I enjoyed it so much I actually don't want to see them play live again. I think they're playing somewhere big uh, this week coming as well. Maybe they're playing in London. Um, But back to the music and this track, as I say, taken from the second disc, episode two, entitled Atom. This track is called Appleshine Film Edit.
Underworld and the film edit of the track Apple Shine. And interesting that this week both the Minx and I have enjoyed that track. For her, I think it takes her back to her kind of clubbing days in the 90s, the kind of long tracks with the relentless beats. And, you know, I just think it sounds absolutely great. And let's move on to Elsa Hewitt, whose album I bought, Dumb Spiro Sparrow, earlier this year. I think I played a couple of tracks of it and then it kind of got lost in the tide of music that flows through my life. But I went back to it this week and came across a track which I've really enjoyed. And I'm going to have to go back and give the album a proper listen, actually. And in fact, I found out she released uh, three albums in that one year. This was the second one. I was uh, amused to notice that on Bandcamp page, it's the, the album is described as being layered with the careful, careful intricacy of a French patisserie. Um, I'm not sure how true that is, but I do very much like this track, which is called At Least I. Thank you. 
Elsa Hewitt and the track At Least I, taken from her album Dumb Spiro Sparrow. And while we're staying in the territory of female experimentalists, and let's face it, you know, so much of the music I play, the really interesting music, is coming from women artists at the moment who are just out doing really interesting things just with sound and electronics, whether it's in the space of songs or just really interesting sonic work and of course over the last couple of months I've suddenly after all these years really kind of discovered Björk um <laughs> prosaically enough just through a top 20 list in the Guardian um so I've just been working my way through that and just playing you the tracks that I like best this one is taken from an album of hers called Volnicura I guess that's pronounced and this is called Quicksand
Björk and Quicksand, taken from the album Volne Cura, or however it might be pronounced. Now, I have found recently, say the last few months, maybe in this year, that I have got more and more interested in using YouTube just as kind of way of finding out stuff, kind of the links documentaries. There's so many more documentaries out there than I actually realised there were. Uh, particularly about that period in the kind of late 70s, early 80s that I was really interested in. Documentaries, although some of them were made uh, much later. But, you know, there's a documentary about the Sheffield music scene that I came across that I really enjoyed. And this week I ended up watching <coughs> another, yet another documentary uh, about Joy Division, particularly around the track. In fact, the, 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 the piece was about the track She's Lost Control, um, which is an extraordinary piece of music. And I think probably if not my favourite track by Joy Division, certainly in the top three. And I realised that I've never played the 12-inch version of that on the show, which was played during this documentary. It has a slightly more electronic feel. Um, I have to say, having watched the live version, which is brilliant, side-by-side side with Martin Hannett's work in the studio, what an incredible producer he was. I think that the older I get, the more I realise it isn't just fluff and hot air about him. He really was quite an incredible guy. So here we go, Joy Division and taken from the Heart and Soul compilation album, this is She's Lost Control, the 12-inch mix.
Joy Division and She's Lost Control, an amazing piece of music to be produced by just four young guys from Salford, operating almost in a vacuum, really. I mean, they would have had the records that were Bowie fans like Iggy Pop. Uh, you know, they'd been to see that infamous uh, gig by the Sex Pistols, uh, Manchester Free Trade Hall, that led to them forming Joy Division in the first place. But even so, just with given the equipment they had and the facilities they had, amazing work that they ended up doing. Um, let's move on to Richie Sakamoto and a track from his album Async, which came out a couple of years ago, featuring David Sylvian on vocals, which was what interested me, this particular track I'm going to play for you. Um, Sylvian kind of retired a few years ago. He certainly hasn't put any new albums out of his own or done uh, any of his own music. Um, I think apart from a couple of downloads... But all the stuff I've heard him do recently where he's been collaborating with other people has been spoken word, which I find a bit disappointing because I love his voice, I love his singing. Even so, this is worth a listen. Richie Sakamoto with David Sylvian from the album Async and this is called Life Life.
What do you think? It was all right, wasn't it? Rishi Sakamoto and David Sylvian and the track Life Life taken from the album Async, which came out a couple of years ago. So just one track to finish, and it's a track taken um, from the new album by A Winged Victory for the Sullen, which I bought a couple of weeks ago. And when I first played it, I thought it was kind of just more of the same. The album's called The Undivided Fire. And the more I listen to it, the more I am falling in love with it. Uh, I'm going to finish the show playing with, uh, with with the opening track from the album, which is a good 10 minutes long, but it's absolutely beautiful. I would lie back, close your eyes, um, and just absolutely savour this. For, for a band that do so much work that sounds similar, you know, it's of a certain style, this just works beautifully within that kind of genre that they've created for themselves. Uh, the track is called Our Lord Debussy. I hope you love it as much as I do. Uh, I'll leave you with that. And before I go, I'll just say thanks very much for listening. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Bye.